BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Lala Milan grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina and had the typical 9-to-5 job working for an insurance company. One day, while Lala had some extra time at work, she began experimenting with social media and started to receive booking requests for her internet postings. Lala quickly realized she could earn more money from her social media posts than her insurance job and made the decision to move to Los Angeles. Since her move to the West Coast, Lala's social media career has taken off. She has her own weight gaining venture called Fit Girl Bod, a podcast, and her growing YouTube channel. On this episode of the Carlos Watson Show podcast, Lala Milan recalls how she got into entertainment and her weight gain journey. Hey, Lala. Hey, Carla. What's up? How you doing? I am doing good. How are you? Good. I was smiling at you uh, with Lena Waithe. Looks like you guys had some fun together. All the time. I love her. Yeah, yeah. Are you in Los Angeles or where are you based? Yes, I'm based in Los Angeles, California. I've been here now for going on four years. Wait, now where did you grow up though? I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, she's one of those. Okay. Where are you from? I'm from Miami originally. Oh, you one of them. I'm one of them. There you go. There you go. There you go. No, you know what? I actually really like North Carolina. I didn't expect to like it. And years ago, I ended up staying there for a summer and I just had a good time. There were good people there. Really? I'm surprised here not being that you're from Miami. You know what? Um, sometimes you need something a little bit different. You need a different pace. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was good for me. I, I had a good that. time. Yeah, I had a good time. Okay. So when you was young, you was wild. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll keep it professional. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you doing that. That's good. That's good. 
Now, now what brought you out to L.A.? How did you uh, did you come out for for acting, for music? What what brought you all mm-hmm. the way out here? So I came here for the life. You know, it's one of those things where obviously I do social media. I do comedy. I do a little bit of everything. But I just know that L.A. is a place of opportunity, you know. So I was like, if I can make it in L.A., I can make it anywhere. And I came here and honestly, my career just went crazy. And and why do you think that is? Did you bump into the right people? Did you make it in the right circles or what happened? I feel like people are great as individuals, but having a team around you makes you greater. So in L.A., I was afforded the opportunity to find an amazing team people who got me indoors that I wouldn't be able to get into. Otherwise, you know, it's one thing to be on social media and be known, but a whole nother thing when people can take it and present it to people, you know? Um, So I bumped into the right people as well. I got to be in people's faces for them to actually know me and be interested in me as a person, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there is something about being in person that takes things to a different level and allows people to feel you a little bit and see whether or not, you know what I mean? They'll think about you mm-hmm. at the last second or what have you and do things. So um, I'm glad to hear LA's treating you well. Now, what's your favorite I spot in, in LA? Where, where do you like, where do you, where do you go for some fun? You know, this is going to sound whack, but my favorite place is my house. Okay. LA is a lot. And this is a safe place for me, you know? There's so many, I'm not going to lie, I'm grateful for the pandemic because I actually took a break that I didn't even know that I needed. You know what I mean? We go on so many, we go to so many events, so many parties, always hustle and bustle, trying to find your next opportunity, meet the next person. And it's like, you never realize how much of a toll that takes out of you until you sit down, you know? So being able to sit down and just relax in my house, my favorite place here in L.A., is a good thing for me. Now, second to that, I would have to say um, just eating at different places, you know, in the gym. I, love I, heard, the gym. I heard you talking about some lobster-infused pizza, so you were sounding like a foodie. I'm not eating that pizza no more. If you heard about that pizza, you heard the story, okay? <laughs> and you heard that it ain't no longer good. So I won't be eating that pizza no more. We we'll have to okay? find you. We we'll have to find you something else good. Um, yeah, but you know what? I shouldn't have been eating that pizza no way because it causes acne issues, and I'm acne prone. So it's a good thing that that happened. So that way, it forced me to stay away from that pizza. Yeah. Now tell me what you do, because that's interesting when you talk about quiet time and sometimes we don't know that we need quiet, because I think you're right that sometimes you don't know you need it and then you get it. Like I've gotten on a plane before and I realized mm-hmm. I kind of needed to be on this plane with everything slowing down a little bit or mm-hmm. something gets canceled and you realize I shouldn't even have been planned back to back like that. Like I needed mm-hmm. some time. What have you, what have you done with your time um, in addition to just sitting in the house, do you read? Do you listen to music? What do you, what do, you do to, uh, to get right? I sleep. I definitely get to rest, which is very important. I get to just basically reset. There's nothing like being able to be at home watching Netflix a little bit and catching up on TV shows, binge watching shows that are popular, i.e. Snowfall, 
you know. Oh, oh, you're on that snowfall thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I work with a wonderful woman who who really is liking snowfall right now. So she was talking to me about snowfall the other day. You got to get into it, Carlos. It is so good. So I get to do that. But also I get to catch up with friends. You know, a lot of my friends from home, they're often like, you're so busy. I don't want to interrupt. And it's like, call me, call me. I'm free now. Call me now more than ever, you know? So I'm happy to be able to talk to my friends. And yes, I do love reading. I like to read what you call hood novels. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's a technical term. You know, urban fiction, (laughs) but I call them that because they got a little bit of drugs, balance, Those are my kind of books. Okay. They're like movies in reading form. And they give you all the details. Movies give you an hour and a half, but a book, oh, they're going to give you every single detail. Now, give me one or two, because I used to read some of them, but it's literally been like 20 years since I've read some of them. Give me some of the ones that you like now. The Coldest Winter Ever is a classic, Best Sister Soldier. And they're actually talking about creating another one. I think they said that they are, which is, iconic and legendary. So that one is good. And actually, I just recently read one. Everybody becoming authors nowadays. Okay. This one was called Three Sides to a Story. It was from a girl, Liana McMillan. And it's a New Orleans tale. And it was so funny because my boyfriend is from New Orleans. And as I'm reading a book, they're named in different places. And I'm like, ooh, this is interesting. But I ain't going to lie, I got into it because one of my friends said, they talking about the famous pastor from New Orleans. I said, what's the tea? You know, <laughs> but it wasn't about him. Yeah, now, now, what is your favorite uh, gossip site? Because rumor has it, I like a little gossip too. So what's your favorite gossip feed or gossip site? Where do you get the good stuff? My favorite one is the Shade Room. I, was, I thought but you were going to say it. Okay. I only say, I ain't going to lie, the neighborhood talk be having their stuff first. They do. And I feel like um, the shade room be taking their stuff from them, but because they have a bigger, bigger platform, it goes unnoticed. But I love the neighborhood talk in the shade room. They both post similar but different things at times, so I go get my scoop from each one. Yeah. Now, are you an international travel girl? I, can, I don't know why I could see you as an international travel girl. Well, yes, I am an international travel girl. I love traveling the world. Most recently, I went to Turks and Caicos. I was in Jamaica. I've been to Milan, in Italy, so many places. Um, Mexico, Guadalajara. Just, ooh, I love traveling. All right, where's your favorite place you've ever been? You know, my favorite place, I would have to say Jamaica because I've been, I think that was the second, my second time. And the cool part about it was when you go to certain places, you make friends. You know, when you make friends, it makes it that much more of a fun experience for you because now you got people taking you to the places that you wouldn't know of as a tourist. So I love Jamaica, but I ain't going there no more because I done been there so many times, one too many. Well, and, and you, and you as, as the son of a Jamaican man, you also have to be careful about my brethren in Jamaica. We, we, are, we, we are smooth talkers, I hear. Wagwan. <laughs> you enjoyed it. Okay, good. I it can tell nice. you enjoyed yourself. Uh, it, it's a it's it's a very beautiful place and very interesting place too. So I'm glad. Uh, did you go to yes. Ocho's Rios and did you go to? Mm-hmm. 
Where else did you go? I went to Ocho's Rios. I thought you were going to ask if I jumped into the water. I was going to say, no, you know, black women ain't jumping into no water. Okay. Absolutely not. But I wanted to, and I said, dang, I knew I should have got braids instead of wearing a lace front because I would have been about that action. I would have jumped, but I, I was already dancing so much. Next thing you know, my lace front started sliding off and one of the Jamaican guys, he was like, I forget. Oh, he said, you need a kerchief. And he gave me a bandana. I said, well, you so clutch because Lord knows that lace front was just sitting there sweaty, hot. Didn't I, didn't mm-hmm. I tell you we were ready? That's good. That's good. The men of Jamaica. Ready. That's good. It was fun, though. I had a ball. And what food did you fall in love with there? What, what food did you love? Mm, um, it's funny because when you eat Jamaican food in America, Sometimes it tastes like it, but other times it don't. So I always, always get um, curry chicken with rice and peas. So I ate the same thing there that I ate here. And it was a little bit better, but I feel like it was just my mental because I was in the actual place of, you know? Right, right. So I like that. Okay, okay. I would have said curry goat. What should I have eaten? Curry goat. Okay. I'm not opposed. See, here's the thing. There were goats and stuff running wild because I had them take us into the actual neighborhood, okay? And so after seeing the goats on the street, the goats and the stray dogs, I don't want to eat day people like that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. You didn't want to do that, huh? Did, now, did they no. take you into the countryside or no? Did you go to, to uh, St. Anne or some of those places into the countryside? I'm not sure if I went into the countryside. I went downtown for sure and I ate some soup off the street it was so cool because they knew who I was and I was like y'all know who I am in Jamaica Lala I was like you know I felt so cute that was so exciting for me but I don't know if I went to those areas but even just going around and seeing the locals and we were knocking on people's doors a whole bunch of kids came out we were asking them what shows they like in America I had them on camera. They were dancing. We were playing music. I said, this is too much fun. That's what I enjoy doing when I travel. I don't want to stay in the tourist areas on the resorts and stuff. I want to go see the actual life, you know? I feel the same way. And for me, I've always loved to play basketball. And I find that's how I meet locals. That if you Mm -hmm. play basketball in a lot of these countries, that basketball is not big. The people who Mm -hmm. do show up are excited to meet Americans. And you end up getting real friends coming out of that. Either playing basketball or smoking weed, one of the two. Right. That's what I always say, one of the two. <laughs> now, wait, now, are you a, a fancy hotel girl or are you an Airbnb girl? I'm an Airbnb girl. When I went the first time, my friend, she had, um, she did a resort. And so we ended up staying there. But I will say the experience I had booking the second Airbnb when I went to Jamaica was horrible. Okay. What happened was I thought it was, it was a nice villa. At least that's what it looked like online. We got there. It looked like the black version of Get Out. And when I say the black version, instead of it being white people, it was Jamaicans. And he was like, I need you to sign this form and release. No extra people are allowed. And I was like, hold up. And he was like, you know, very straight. How are you giving me rules? And I'm paying y'all to stay here. And this place don't look like what y'all said it was going to look like. On Airbnb. So I went ahead and found a dispute and everything and politely booked a hotel room at Dream Hotel. Spent 
all that money. And I was just like, this is so disappointing. But it was scary. I said, I'm not staying here. It was like, we're on site 24-7. Y'all going to be watching that. Mm-mm. Y'all weird. <laughs> okay. Okay. No get out movie for you. That's okay. Not for me. Mm-mm. Not in real life. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Now, how did you get started in entertainment? Because somebody told me that you were in insurance. That's not possible. Do you believe in magic? Yes, I was absolutely in insurance, all state to be exact. It was, I've always been me, you know? So with that being said, I've always just been apparently naturally funny. So being on a job, having extra time when a boss is out playing golf, or networking, I was like, you know what? I am going to go ahead and create some fun for myself in the office. At that time, social media was fairly new. So I would prop up my phone and just create content. From there, next thing you know, people started requesting to book me and stuff. And I was like, I'm making more money on these bookings than I am bi-weekly at this job. 
And I was just like, I got to go ahead and chase my dreams real quick to be an entertainer. And that's what I did. And, and did it take off right away or was that when you moved to Los Angeles? Uh, I was doing it for probably two years on social media and quickly rising. It was impeccable. You don't see that kind of growth today because now everybody's doing it. But um, after being there and doing the social stuff for a while, one of my friends was like, I'm going to move to L.A. And if you don't come, you're going to miss out. Don't ever tell me that I'm going to miss out on something because now I'm seeing it as competition. That was the best thing my friend could have ever said because I found myself packing my stuff up and getting the hell on. So then we made it to L.A. with a dollar and a dream. And next thing you know, it just started going insane. Now, now take me all the way back, though. What were you like in high school? Were you funny? Were you the funny girl? Were you quiet? Who were you? In high school, I was the class clown. I always was looking for a laugh. It don't matter at whose expense or anything. I kind of regret the way that I was in high school. It was bad. But it was... Wait, wait. Now, now, now have you gone back and apologized to anybody? No. They owe me an apology. Okay. <laughs> I haven't apologized to nobody. I, I got picked on, oh, in middle school. But in high school, I was fun. And I was fun and I was likable, but either you really liked me or you didn't, you know? So... It was one of those things. My sense of humor came from like sarcasm as well. But thankfully, I've learned how to mold that these days. And I'm a better person. You know what I mean? But yes, I was very much so the class clown. It's funny because some people was like, you were so quiet. And I'm like, you ain't know me. You did not know me. But it just depends on who you ask, I suppose. But for me, I was outgoing, fun, energetic, and just lively. And did you have dreams of of entertainment? Always. I knew that working a traditional job was not the thing for me. I was not interested in working a regular job, going into work and just having to follow somebody else's rules, no cell phones, all kinds of stuff. I very much so knew that I wanted to have a non-traditional job. And of course, our parents are very much so like, what? No, you need to get a 401k. You need to have a savings, all these things. And it's like, this is boring for me, at least. I commend the people who have regular jobs and who are great at it. I, it just wasn't my thing, you know? So yes, I had dreams of being an entertainer. I didn't know how I was going to attain it, but who would have known that social media was going to be the way that I reached my dreams? Huh. And how did you get on social media? Were you were all your friends on it or why were you early to it? Everybody was on social media. It's just everybody was using it to post pictures and put people in their business. I don't like to be judged by people. So I'm the type, even if something is wrong, I'm not going to let people know. And it's one of those things to where I was like, I want to be on here and I want people to see me, but not for being in my business. I want to entertain. So I started creating content and it was engaging. A lot of people unfollowed me. My friends had unfollowed me when I started doing it at first because I guess it was annoying and they weren't used to seeing something like that. But them people hit me up today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's great that you do it. So now what do they say now? Because I bet you it's inspirational for a lot of people mm -hmm. who have seen you take chances, take risk, mm -hmm. move around, do stuff new before it's mm -hmm. sanctioned. What do they say to you now? Well, some 
a lot of them have reached out and they're like, I'm so proud of how much success you've obtained. It's super inspirational to see somebody who I went to school with doing something so big. Others, they reach out for their company saying, I would love to send you a PR package. It's been a wide range of different things. Some people, you know, very much so just don't say anything. They'll just follow me and I don't even be aware until they comment or something. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she looks familiar. So it's just a wide range of different responses, but they're all super appreciated and it's super exciting. It never gets old seeing people who I used to know um, tell me that they're following me and that they're inspired by different things that they see me doing. I love that. Now, what are you, what were your mom and dad like? Or what are they like now? <laughs> when I first started. Oh, when you first started, but even going back, like, like, what was it like? Like, give me a sense of, uh, of home life. What was it like? Typical Black parents. You going to go to school. You going to go make me some money the traditional way. I raised you. I need you to go ahead and return the favor, you know, but ultimately I want you to be successful. I want you to make a name for yourself. I want you to basically be better than what I was. And when I started doing the social media situation, my mom was very much so like, you're crazy. If you think this is going to blow up and you're going to leave your job. No, you need to stay at your job. And it was funny because I was only making, um, I remember because it's my birthday, 1024 every two weeks. And I was like, mom, there's got to be a better way. Taking out my rent, my car, no, all that stuff. I was left with nothing. And I'm trying to be cute. This ain't it. So at first, when, you know, she found out I was doing that, she was like, uh, but when she saw how lucrative it was and how successful I was actually getting to be, she was like, I was wrong. She had no problem admitting that she was wrong. As far as my dad, he's always been very much so, do what you want to, baby. I'll always be proud of you. So that's been my dad. He's very much so passive. But my mom, you know, she was a little bit more of a stickler. And that's because she wanted to be sure that I was going to be successful. But now they're both extremely happy and proud. They always say, different stuff like, well, you know, you still my daughter. I know to other people, you're a celebrity, but that's their way of saying, you know, dang, that's crazy. They'll never come. <laughs> and what do you hope happens next? Like what would make you smile? Where would you love, where would you love to take this? I'm not going to lie. There's so many things that make me smile on a regular basis, like being able to host the BBMA, you know, the live show, the nomination show, that's super exciting. I'm doing that um, next week. So I'm super happy about that on Thursday, 8 p.m. PT and then 11 ET. That's something that's huge. We used to watch BBMAs from home, you know, being able to have the TV show that I've done, doing different things like that, meeting people who I thought were amazing and still do when I was a kid, being able to stand next to those people and work with them is super cool. And also just being able to have a platform to where I can inspire others to do fire things such as Fake Girl Bot, where I'm creating a niche market and open space for women who want to gain weight. I'm super excited to be able to do all of those things simply from having a platform that was made from comedy. So what is it? what makes me smile? All of those things. What do I aspire next? 
everything that comes with what I'm doing. All right. Now, who are your favorite comedians? Mm-hmm. My favorite comedian, Jamie Foxx. Also, <laughs> I would have to say, gosh, why am I having a brain fart? Um, Dave Chappelle. There we go. Dave Chappelle is my type of sense of humor. He is very much so real, raw, uncensored, and unapologetic. You can't be like that on social media because they will cancel you so quick. I don't be caring sometimes, but then other times I'd be like, oh, Lord. But Dave Chappelle, he's so past social media. He don't care about none of that. And he's going to give it to you. And people have no choice but to laugh and be okay with it. I love him. I think also Lunell, she's good. The old Monique, she was a beast. She was so well, Wait, now, why you say the old Monique? She doesn't really do comedy today like that. Okay. You know, um, Monique, when she had her weight on her, she had a chip on her shoulder, you know? And she was definitely coming for all the slim women. And even though I was always slim, it was still funny to me. You know, I'm like, she is, she got a point to prove and she did it every time. Today, she's more so on the health kick, which I think is great, but I really haven't seen her do too much comedy. Now, talk about trying to gain some weight because so many people are trying to go the other way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I am a slim frame woman. Big Girl Bod is very, it's a passion product, project for me because gaining weight is a niche that is very untapped and it's taboo. Most women or most people want to lose weight, like you said, but there's so many people out there who want to gain weight. So being able to create a platform in a safe space for people who want to gain weight without being judged and people telling them different things like, I wish I was your size. It's a fire thing for me. So I love it. I think that it should be normalized just as much as losing weight. And people should understand more that just because you're slim, you are not in shape. And why are you slim? Are you slim, you think, because of just genes? Is it's Genetics. Mm-hmm. I'm naturally slim. It's never been. I've always been slim. Always. And so putting on weight is just as much of a battle as it is to lose weight. Honestly, both battles is just which would you rather. They're both difficult. Your our bodies are insane and but when you have discipline and enough power to be able to control it and maintain both journeys, it's a powerful thing. And I feel like being able to both gain and lose weight, it really, really, really makes you hone in on just being a better person overall. When you're disciplined enough to eat more or eat less, it makes you be disciplined to do more work that day. It makes you be disciplined to go to the gym. Like it's so many things that where you get those things in control, you are just becoming greater in life, period. Is it possible, do you think, in the same way that you hear eating disorders about people eating too little, is it possible mm-hmm. to have eating disorders the other way? You know, there I haven't, I don't know. I don't speak on things that I don't know. I know about the disorders when it comes to not eating enough and how people have, you know, body dysmorphia different bulimia, all kinds of things like that. But I don't know, aside from obesity, you know, things that can come along with eating too much. That's not my area of specialty. So I can't really speak too much on it. But I would love to learn. Now, what has made you gain weight? When you have been able to gain weight, what has Mm -hmm. worked for you? So (laughs) eating a lot of pasta, carbs, protein, beans, pastas, bread, 
sweet potatoes, complex carbs, just having a whole bunch of calories to meet your daily intake. I'm going for 3000 a day. So incorporating shakes into my regular three meals a day, it's, it's a lot. And it's funny because skinny people, quote unquote, are always saying, but I eat a lot. Well, apparently not enough. And that's exactly why I created that space because I'm learning so many things about why we don't gain. You know, it's like, yes, you do eat a lot. You think, but you need more because your body is taking that, digesting it, processing it, and it's done. You need more, you know? So it's it's a lot to learn. But once you pretty much have the basics, it's simple, and you know how much you should be eating with just guessing and without actually measuring your calories. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. I want to switch it up for a little bit because uh, I, mm-hmm. I was listening to you talk a little bit. Um, tell me, if, uh, are you a romantic? Would you call yourself a romantic? I would say so, yes. What's the most interesting thing you've either learned or heard from somebody else about love? 
<sighs> learned. I would have to say that being in a partnership is not always going to be perfect. It's one of those things where it's a constant job. A lot of people want love. And then once they get into it, they realize, wow, it's a lot to keep it as well. Because you, it's easy to please yourself and set aside yourself because you know what you like. But learning somebody else's love language, catering to how they feel love, catering to how they receive love. You have to be very aware of them as an individual outside of yourself. So it is always a job to be able to know and be aware and be willing to work with somebody else to keep a healthy partnership. So yeah, I think it is a lot, but it's definitely worth it. If you have two willing people, you can make anything happen with it. And what has made you feel loved? What has made you feel good? Like if you were trying to teach someone your love language, Mm -hmm. what's been good for you? I had to teach my man my love language. And I like words of affirmation and acts of service. So it's very much one of those things where I like compliments. It's funny because when he compliments me, I'm like, boy, whatever. But I'd be like, you suck crazy. You know, like that. And then acts of service is small gestures. Not even some people like gifts and stuff. I don't care about gifts. I'm very much so like, you know, opening a door for me, just showing me that you remember certain stuff, like him randomly bringing me food. I know you're hungry, babe, so I brought you some food over here. It's like, dang, you didn't even have to ask me, you know, and he'll say slick stuff like, um, see, who else you going to get who know you like that? And I'm like, you really right, though. So those things are really, really cool to me. And just him being aware of me as a person, you know, that says a lot. Are you a, are you a good friend? Do you think not just, not just to your man, but to other people? Do you think you're a good friend? I'm a fire friend. I'm a really, really good friend. I am not extremely, I'm not always 24 seven talking to everybody, but I'm that good of a friend to where we don't talk every day, but you still feel my friendship. When we do talk, we going to talk at least an hour plus. Then. I remember special things. I send gifts. I always, if there's ever something that you talked about or something that you're interested in, if I know somebody for it, I'm going to connect you to that person. If you have a business, I'm going to support you. If you are going through something, I'm going to hear you out, give you whatever advice that I know best. I will provide resources for whatever it is you're going through, whatever. Like the other day, me and my friend were talking about how he needs a therapist. And I said, oh, I know plenty. So I sent him two people who I thought would be good for him. Somebody mentioned a publicist. I sent publicists. My homegirl was like, she was nervous on whether or not she could get pregnant. I went and found fertility specialists. Like I'm that person who's very involved with my friends to where the simple things that are a small fix, but means a lot. I will go ahead and bend over backwards to make it happen for them. How many kids would you love to have? I would like to have, I think two is cute. Two is fine for now. Once I have a billion dollars, I'll say five. Okay. 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 I like it though, but I could see there's something nice about um, uh, people who have that warm service spirit. You called it service, Mm -hmm. who have that warm Mm -hmm. service spirit that a lot of people will be drawn 
to those people and and yeah. and and also the friends of your kids will be drawn to it because they will Yes. You know what I mean? They will they will, I think my kids are going to be very embarrassed by me, but their friends are going to love me and say you have a cool mom and they're going to be like, "Mom, I just know it." And I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> You know, you you have a problem with very little, but it's good. I like that you, um, I, I think there is something, and I wish it for all of us, there is something good about knowing yourself and loving yourself. Do you know what I mean? And be able to mm-hmm, walk sure. in the world in a good way. And it's also just, it's not only good, I think, for the people who are able to do it, but it's good modeling for the rest of us to see mm-hmm. people who are good with themselves. Yes. Do you have kids, Carlo? I don't, not yet, or at least as one of my professors used to say, not that I know of. So, <laughs> so the answer is no, or at least not that I know of. But, but hopefully do one day I will. Do you want any? Um, I do. Okay. I do. I do. I'm. Uh, I come from a big family, um, or not big. I guess everything's relative. I'm one of four, and oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. And are you married? Uh, not yet, but close. Close. Okay. Uh oh. Yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Well, congratulations in advance. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, all right, I'm going to finish up with a little rapid fire with you. I'm going to throw a few things at you. I want your immediate reaction to them. Okay. What's your favorite song? Um, uh, Silk Sonic. What you doing? Where you at? Oh, you got plans. No, don't say that. That's my song. Leave the door open. You know, I love that. And I have not had anybody say that to me yet. So I love that. That that's, song is so bomb. I love that. That's your favorite. All right. Give me your favorite um, movie. I know what you said your TV show is. Your favorite mm-hmm. movie. Don't be a menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. That is my favorite movie of all time with the Wayans Brothers. Oh, my God. I can give you every single piece of that movie to this day. Who should play you in a biography of your life? If someone was going to do a movie of your life, who should play you? Me. Love that. Okay. Why not? Let it be me. Okay. Um, most interesting celebrity meeting you've ever had. Which celebrity did you get to meet? A lot. Beyonce. Let's just say Beyonce. So um, I had went to her after party when she had, well, the mini after party that they did at the stadium, the Rose Bowl. And um, it was funny because I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, Beyonce, Miss Tina, she was like, come on, la, la, la. she introduced me, first of all, to Smokey Norfolk. And uh, she was like, she was like, uh, la, la, this is Smokey. I said, Miss Tina, I know who that is. Like, what? Then when I go to meet Beyonce, um, I was like, you know, Beyonce, I love you so much. And she was like, thank you, thank you, so courteous. And I was like, can we take a picture? She said, I just told them we weren't taking any pictures. I'm sorry, but you look nice. Then she walked over to Kobe Bryant and his family and started taking pictures. I was like, I can't even be mad. That's the Black Mamba. Like, I get it, B. Like, girl, you spoke to me. We good. Yeah, yeah. Um, If you could have dinner with anyone who you've not met, dead or alive, who would you have dinner with? Oh, I haven't met. I would have to say with... That is a good way. Okay. I'm going to stay with Jesus. I would like to meet with Jesus because I want to know what made you create everything the way that you did. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I would want to know. Like, how? How? And tell me the process of a woman's cycle because why we got to bleed and why we got to have pain? Why you put all the stress on us? 
That's what I want to ask him. Okay. You know, you know, you know what he's gonna say. What's that? The stronger people, more is expected of them. You know, that's really kind and all, but meanwhile, y'all walk around with muscles and all that stuff and looking at us as if we're, you know, just a woman. So it's like, it don't make no sense. Make it make sense. All right, who's your pastor? My pastor, he is actually from Zoe Church, and it's so funny. Don't judge me. Oh, his name is Chad, Pastor Chad. But um, I, I fell off since they're not in person anymore. And they keep changing the online time for Sunday. So I can't keep up. I like going into the actual building for church, you know? Um, so since we've been on quarantine, I haven't been for like a couple of months because when they stopped, they had it at a certain time. It was like 10. Now it's at like 11. I'm like, it's throwing my day off. Just let me know when the church doors are back open, okay? All right, your favorite podcast. My favorite podcast would have to be The Salon with Lala Milan. My um, And why? Because it's super fun. It's exciting. And the guests that I have on there are amazing. And if you've ever obviously been to a barbershop or a hair salon, it's very nostalgic of being inside of one. The conversations are limitless and everybody can relate in some capacity. What TV show should Lala Milan have next? What TV show should I have next? P-Valley. P-Valley is the show I should be on next because I, my character from Boomerang Terry, she was a dancer, but not to the extent of what P-Valley is, a stripper. I want to be a whole stripper, you know, that's, and in the country, yeah, that's a dream role along with a crackhead, don't ask why. <laughs> and you would not be nervous at all, you'd be, you'd be ready to do it. No, I'm extremely confident. And if there was a scene, obviously, where I'm having on, you know, what they call the flies, or even if I was new, I would be all for it because I just think it's empowering. And you getting paid to do it? Yes. That, to me, that shows huge range, and I love it. Uh, Lala, this has been too much fun. Uh, I'm coming down to Los Angeles. You got to say hello when I come to Los Angeles. You're yes, such where a good are you? spirit. I'm in the Bay Area. Okay. Okay, perfect. Yeah. All right, yes. Well, you got to let me know when you're here. That'll be super fire. I will. I will. Uh, thank you so much for making this time. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm going to meet you in person when I come down. Okay. Nice meeting you too, Carlos. And thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Carlos Watson Show podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell your friends to find us on the iHeart Podcast app or Apple Podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.